Hey, everybody. Welcome back. They said it couldn't happen, but here it is, episode two of the Gaslighting Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Jamingo, the Charlie Brown of podcasting. And alongside of me is my co-host, Devin Necker. Devin, where the fuck have you been all week? Uh, working. Oh, uh, we trying all Trying to make sure... <laughs> Trying to make sure that uh, everything in my house doesn't fall apart. Ah, homeownership or not yeah, home. I mean, just renting. It's still, it's it's not fun. No, it's not. After I got my first fucking paycheck and went to go pay the rent. Yes. And then had zero dollars. That's how it is. This about. isn't fun. Whoever invented this adult thing, this isn't fun. Okay, so my daughter and her boyfriend were down in St. Martin last week for vacation. Yeah. So they're on their way back, and they're, they said uh, their flight's delayed leaving St. Martin, but they got a connecting flight in Fort Lauderdale. I said, look, you've got a three-hour layover. It's no big deal, blah, blah, blah. They keep saying they moved it back again. They moved it back again. I said, look, as long as you get there by 5.30, you're fine. They get there at 5.30. Now they're in customs. Customs don't give a fuck that you have a connecting flight. They don't care. So they, God damn it, didn't they miss their connecting flight up into Philadelphia? So my daughter, she's 19. She's crying. Her boyfriend's pissed off, which I get it. I understand all those emotions and everything. But I'm like, stop it. You, these are wasted emotions. You can't do this shit anymore. You've got to figure out how you're going to get the fuck back up here. So they ended up getting a hotel room for the night, but they couldn't fly into Philadelphia. They had to fly into Newark, which is like an hour and a half up the turnpike. So... Uh, you know, the ex had to drive up there and pick him up. But, you know, she's, she's crying. She's like, oh, I can't breathe. I'm like, stop, calm down. Stop. I'm out of it. <laughs> Man. Oh, that, that brings me back. Like, when I was younger like that, things when things like that would happen to me, I would have those freak out sessions, too. Except it would be more, you know, anger centered. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, I could take this whole dresser right now and fucking flip it. Because that's how stressed stressed out I am right now. And then the thing, I was the same way. And I would go up to the counter and I would give them a piece of my mind. And all you do when you do that is they're like, this person is a dick. And I'm going to do anything I can to fuck with them and not give them anything. This guy wants a new flight? Yeah. Fuck them. Right. Where if you walk up and you go, oh, God, what a predicament, huh? Is there, what can we do here? Is there anything you can do for me? I, you know, and you, you know, boy, you must be having a tough day. You got to do this every day. God bless you and how you have to do this every day. You are doing God's work. Then the yeah, next no, thing it really you, sucks that you kind of have to go and press your lips up against the anus of TSA just to get fucking anywhere to get a flight. I don't like that. <laughs> I know. So, anyhow, I've learned, believe it or not, that uh, sometimes you have to be nicer, and and spazzing out is not a good thing. To, yeah, I mean it's not; it doesn't work unless it doesn't you're get a, you the same results that it did twenty years ago, John. No, and it, and it didn't. It didn't back then either. Uh, you know, the only thing that gets you now is on two other podcasts when you quit one. That's all it does is when you freak out. So, hey, quick question: uh, Have you noticed where? Now the country, it used to be Democrats and Republicans. Now it is the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. The vaxxers and the Dude. anti-vaxxers. COVID-19! 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 COVID-19!
Okay. So actually funny, somewhat related story. Um, earlier in the week, I decided to have, you know, a couple coworkers over because, you know, I get along with, with them at work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know, why not have everyone over? I have my own place now. I can entertain people. I'm a we big can have boy. Some- yeah, I'm a big boy. We can have some drinks. This one girl that I work with, her and my other coworker were playing beer pong. She was losing terribly, so she got like sloshed immediately. So we're sitting around the table playing Uno. And then the topics of politics came up. And I'm like, oh, God, I, I had to keep my fucking mouth shut right now. I have to be quiet because they're over there. All of them are talking about how it's right to be vaccinated. Oh, and I'm sitting there just like, I don't uh, I would it would be like three against one right now. Yeah, you like, can't. I, I can't do this. You got to keep your <laughs> so mouth I, shut. I just sat there. You know, I just can't sit there. I just drank my fucking beer and I'm just like, I'm going to remain calm as much as I can, as much as my loud mouth wants to go off right now. And I'm just like, this is my fucking house. Well, I, I get it. And I've been listening to other podcasts, you know, both on the right and on the left. I listened to a couple of yeah, them. Me too. So I'm listening to the one and they're saying that there's a problem with the unvaccinated and they don't understand why the unvaccinated will just not get vaccinated. They don't understand what the issue is. And, it, you know, that the people that are dying from COVID are the unvaccinated ones. And it, they just need to get that vaccine. And they got to get that vaccine in their system. And Because if we get all the vaccines in, then, the, you know, we can go out and be free Americans again. Right. And I'm like, all right, I know I'm just a dumb guy. But let me break this down. Here's how this works. Everybody assesses their own risk, okay? Me, I'm almost 60 years old. I'm a big fat guy, all right? If I get COVID, I'm going to die. So I'm going to take my shot that the vaccine doesn't kill me because it's only been, it's only not even a year old. No, it's not. Okay? And so now there's a lot of issues with this vaccine. A lot of people have had side effects and people have died from it. I read up on a couple things, uh, like a couple of the different shows that I listen to that apparently, and some people... I don't know which version of the vaccine it is because, you know, there's Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson and all that who do their different like versions. But some of these vaccines are apparently like causing blood clots in some people. Sure. Yeah. There's that. And I'm just like, uh, okay. Um, no, no, thank you. I already have heart problems. I don't need blood clots. So, and again, there's all kinds of different issues. So people make their own assessments. If you're young and you figure that if you get COVID, you will get over COVID and you don't need this vaccine. Why would you, you know, if you're young, you have a 99.9% chance of getting over COVID. You don't know how this vaccine is going to affect you, but you know that you pretty much have a good chance of getting over COVID. So yeah. why would you get this vaccine? You're just going to get COVID. Then you'll have the immunity to it and then you'll just be able to go. And plus, like, I've, I already had COVID. You must have it. You must have the COVID shot. So then no. I, I saw this thing and it was like, well, why do I need to get the COVID shot? Because, you know, you'll give me COVID. Well, don't you have the vaccine? Yes, I did have the vaccine. Well, then how can I give you COVID? Well, well because I can I still get COVID if I had the vaccine. Well, then why would I get the vaccine if I can still get COVID? It just doesn't don't, make any don't sense. Don't they know that as a, uh, once you get the vaccine, you're more likely to, you know, be a carrier? I'm no science man, so don't take don't my know. words for, for anything. I know. And so now the articles are coming out. Here's the articles. Okay. Here's a doctor in Alabama. I'm sorry, but it's too late. 
an Alabama doctor on treating unvaccinated dying COVID patients. Oh, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but when uh, doctors go to get their their doctoring, don't they have to take you know the the Hippocratic oath? Yes. So her saying, "I'm sorry, it's too late." Is she talking about like just treating COVID patients or is she talking about people just not getting vaccinated? Because I see a very glaring problem here. So Dr. Brittany, now she spells her name B-R-Y-T-N-E-Y. Ugh. Exactly. Cobia said Monday, that's all but one of her COVID patients in Alabama did not receive the vaccine. The vaccinated patient just needed a little oxygen, expected to recover fully mm-hmm. so she says i admit young healthy people to the hospital with very serious covid infections a hospitalist in granville medical she's a hospitalist what's a fucking hospitalist i have no idea what a fucking never hospital heard. is. well down in alabama they got hospitalists so Brittany here is a hospitalist down in granville medical center in birmingham so she says, I hold their the hand and I say, I'm sorry, it's too late for you. Tell Jesus we said hi down here. So yeah, Alabama is one of the states that uh, doesn't, isn't getting it. So one of the things that uh, the, this hospitalist does is, you know, she says a few days later, she calls the time of death and then she goes in out and hugs her family members and tells them the best way to honor their loved ones is to go get vaccinated and encourage everyone they know to get the same. And then she says, They cry and they tell me they didn't know. They thought it was a hoax. They thought it was political. They thought just because they had a certain blood type or a certain skin color, they wouldn't get as sick. They thought it was just the flu. But they were wrong. And they wish they could go back, but they can't. So they thank me and they go get the vaccine. And I go back to my office and write their death note and say a small prayer that this loss will save more lives. Yep. Is this fucking real? This is a real fucking story. Oh, yeah. It goes on. And people always ask me, Devin, why don't you like people? What? Why aren't you nicer? Why don't you this like is people? exactly why I've lost faith in humanity as a whole. There, oh, there's nothing you can do. Oh, it goes on. You kind of go into it thinking, okay, I'm not going to feel bad for this person because they made their own choice. But then you actually see them. You actually see them face to face. And it really changes your whole perspective because they're still just a person that thinks they made the best decision that they could with the information that they have. And all this misinformation that's out there And now you really see, it's the fear, it's their regret. And even though I may walk in the room thinking, okay, this is your fault, you did this to yourself. When I leave the room, I see a person that's really suffering. And that's so regretful for the choice that they have made. And she posted this on Facebook? This is a story out of an Alabama newspaper or whatever, whatever it is. Her and her uh, husband are both doctors. She's had COVID. And she's, and her, I guess, her, well, here, I will go on. All these kids are about to go back to school. No mask mandates in place at all. 70% of Alabama is unvaccinated. Of course, 
No kids are vaccinated for the most part because they can't be. So it feels like impending doom, basically. Yeah. Brittany also has had personal experience with the virus, contracting it in July while 27 weeks pregnant with her second child. Her symptoms were mild, and the child, child, her child, Carter, was delivered early out of caution but suffered no serious complications. There you go. This is what they're doing. They're trying to scare the shit out of people to go get this vaccine. And I don't know. I mean, again, if I was young, I wouldn't get it. Because you have no idea you're going to get over this thing. Maybe, right. maybe not. I don't so, know. So all of this fucking propaganda, everything that I see on like Facebook now, I feel like America is slowly moving into like a communist China. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Because it's just like even close friends that I knew that used to be along the same line of thinking of, of me, they've changed drastically. Like I could, I can't have the same conversations that I used to be able to have with them anymore. Do, and you know why? Because they've been educated, they've been indoctrin, indoctrinated, Indo- indoctrinated, indoctrinated. Yeah, they've been told. <laughs> God damn it! And they're just sitting there, and again, it's just we've been locked in our houses for a year. Everybody's afraid to go out. I'm not going to lie. There's times where I see a crowd of people. Or if I'm, you know, people, I'm not going to a movie yet. I'm not going out to a restaurant full of people yet. I'm just putting my toe into the into the pool again. I'm just going to ease in a little bit at a time. I, I I don't know about just one toe. I think your toes are too spaced together to just put one in. I I, I don't know. I can get one <laughs> toe in. I can get one toe in at a time. I just ease in like a like a warm bath. It's insane. And you watch the news, and you had a story up here last week that we didn't get a talk. We didn't get a chance to talk about about how there's so many jobs out there, and people aren't taking these jobs. And now in Michigan, a lot of them are going to have to pay back the unemployment money that they got. Oh yeah, because nobody wants to get a fucking job. And don't get me wrong, I understand. Like it's a wage thing at this point. People don't see that it's, you know, worth it to work $8 an hour. I wouldn't know. I make 15 bucks an hour. Isn't that the national minimum wage now or is Minnesota? I, I don't know if that's like actually been passed past yet. So, okay. Because a lot of the places around here are still just like, Oh, we'll hire you in at 12, which is still, that's not, if you're fucking flipping burgers at McDonald's, $12 is not bad. Nearly one-fifth of Michigan residents who received unemployment payments during the pandemic are now learning that their eligibility for job loss benefits didn't meet the federal standards. So they are going to be uh, reclaiming benefits from 690,000 people. Yeah. Holy Yes, shit. sir. And it, another thing that's happening now is that rent mandate where they say, oh, you don't have to pay your rent. Well, that's going to stop. And then all these people are going to be thrown out of their houses and they're going to be thrown out of their houses for not paying rent. And good luck trying to find another place. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to fix this. I really, really don't. I think they're going to have to try to, I mean, it's just going to have to go all the way up the line. And you know who's not going to like this is the people with the real money. They're not going to like this at all because they're going to have to take a hit on this too. We're going to see a spike in the homelessness rate, not just in Michigan, but I think everywhere. I mean, unless you have parents to fall back on, me, knowing my ass, I'd be too damn proud to just be like, to go move back in with my mom and, you know, she lives in fucking Detroit. She doesn't have working air and her windows don't open. So that's a, that's a no, no for me. Okay. So here's the other thing that 
they're saying that, you know, there are going to be all these people thrown out of the house for not paying their rent. All right. So now you're going to have all these other apart. You're going to have all these apartments open. And the only people that can fill them are people that were thrown out of the other apartments for not paying their rent. Right. So what you're going to do is you're just going to it's going to reset and then they're going to find people that are going to say, well, did you pay your rent? No, I was out of work and I couldn't. But I'm working now and I can pay my rent now. And before this year and a half, I had really, really good credit and I had no problems. So, you know, and so this is just going to they're going to throw everybody out and they're going to just rent the people that are all thrown out. So I guess maybe it will come back. It won't be as bad, but there's going to be going to be a lot of moving in the next, oh, I would oh, say, yeah. a year. If they don't lock us back in. Do you see what's going on in Australia and Sydney? Oh, a, a little bit. Fill me in. They're locked in. They're not even allowed to go anywhere. They're ha- the news report says if you go to the grocery store and you see your neighbor, you don't stop and talk to them. You just keep on moving. Because when you stop and talk, that could actually spread the virus. You can't go anywhere. You can't go out and exercise. You can't. You can go to the food store and maybe a doctor, or and that's it. They've locked them down tight in Sydney. And you know how many? I think it's like sixteen deaths in Sydney. That's it. We had that here in New Jersey last week. So I don't know. I mean, was that gun deaths or COVID deaths? <laughs> COVID deaths. Gun deaths were higher than that. What, are you kidding me? Yeah, gun deaths were higher than that. Most of the gun deaths now are higher than the COVID deaths in, in most areas. Now, is that is that suicide or actual? Because, you know, th- they count those in there, too, which is why right. I think it's such a, such a skewed number. Well, it is a gun death, right? Technically. It yeah. <laughs> it technically is a gun death. It's just... You don't have to put the shooter in jail. That's what yeah. that's basically what suicide is. You don't have to put the shooter in jail. So yeah, it's gonna be a mess. And then we have a president house plant. He's out. He's gonna fix all this. I mean, we are in a world of hurt. But I think this country is in better shape for just the simple fact that we have some states haven't really ever locked down. Like you're still Florida, Texas, North Dakota, you know, areas and you know, in the mid center part of the country really didn't lock down so they really haven't lost that much it's the big cities well at this point you know there's no stopping fucking texas and florida now they're gonna try right now they're they're trying to uh recall gavin newsom the governor of california and the best part of that is they're thinking that the uh person that has the best chance of beating him is caitlin jenner but there's another guy that's in the race. His name is uh, Larry Elder. And Larry Elder is a black man. And he's an amazing human being. I mean, okay. dude, if you... if, if I don't know inst- anything about him. Okay. So here's the deal. He's all over the internet. I've listened to the man speak, you know, on podcasts and stuff like that. And if everybody followed Larry Elder instead of George Floyd, we would have half the problems with the black... 90% of the problems in the black community would go away. And I and listen, I don't care what anybody says. I still think that people have to fix their own shit. So in other words, the police, the police have to police themselves, okay? You just can't yeah, turn absolutely. your head, right? Same thing with white people. White people, when we see somebody doing criminal shit, we say, "Well, you know what? If somebody resists arrest and he got to kill, well, guess what? Don't resist arrest." The black community has to do the same thing. The black community has to police themselves, the black community has to take and set a set of standards to live by 
And that's what's going to fix this. Not telling everybody the white man is the devil. That's not going to work anymore. Well, I mean, I think another really big thing is, too, I remember, I think it was a while ago, but that uh, policewoman that pulled her gun on that black man mm. instead of her taser and shot him dead. Yes. Like, Okay, first of all, there is a significant weight difference between a taser and a loaded pistol. Yes. And uh, I'm pretty sure you would know which side that your taser is on and your gun is on. I think she had her gun out at first and shit went sideways. And then she thought that she put pulled her taser, but still had her gun in her hand. And at that point, I don't know about you, but things either speed up or slow down. So when you get into a situation, like with me, I, I remember there was times where I was in, car, in a car accident and everything, mm. it just, everything slowed down for me. Like I could see like the metal, like leaving the car and glass flying and stuff like that. It was all in slow motion. Other people see that, have that same kind of scenario and everything speeds up. So I don't know which part of that was, but here's the thing. If the guy didn't resist arrest, if he would have let himself to be handcuffed, he'd still be alive today. So, just like COVID, the unvaccinated have a greater chance of dying from the disease. Wait, so now you're on the vaccination side? I'm making a point here. Is that what you're telling hang me on, right let, now? Hang on, let me finish, and I'm going to make oh, this point. Okay. I'm making an analogy. This, this, this is what we call an analogy, okay? So what happens oh, okay, okay. as the unvaccinated have a, a larger chance of dying from COVID... People who resist arrest have a larger chance, a bigger chance or more of a chance of dying from a bullet from a cop. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that cops cuff people and shoot them. I just don't see that happening. I think if you don't resist arrest, you get the cuffs on, you get put in the back of the car. Does it ever happen where a bad cop does something? Of course. Does it ever happen that, you know, somebody that is vaccinated dies from COVID? Sure. But the the percentages are so small. That you can't, what are you going to? I mean, that's just what I'm talking about. The percentages are small. So for the average person, for the most part, you will if you don't resist arrest, you will not be shot by the police and killed. And again, I'm not saying you should get vaccinated. I'm saying everybody should make their own choice, and people have to respect that choice. If you got vaccinated, why do you care? Someone that hasn't been vaccinated. Because you're vaccinated. If you get it, you should be fine. We can't be afraid of this thing anymore. It's going to kill who it's going to kill. And if it's your number, it's your number. <sighs> yeah, I guess you're right. Because I, I, I'm still not going to get it. I don't know if I would if I was you. You're a young boy. I don't know you know, what kind of shape you're in. But if you've got a good immune system. you got a little bit of a dad bod, but that's about it. Yeah, you should be all right. I mean, I have a nephew that was your age. He got it. He had it for like six days. He was fine. Uh, I know another podcaster that got it. He had it for like a week. He said it was like the worst flu that he ever had, and he was fine. And I know a couple podcasters have had it and said it sucked, and they got over it. My cousin had it for two weeks. He got over it. His sister had it, and then my uncle died of it. So- as much as I wish I could say that this COVID shit would stop so we would have different stories to talk about. I know. This is, it's going to be going on for so fucking much longer. Have you ever spit on somebody or have ever had anybody spit on you? Uh, I have been spat on by a white man before, yes. You have been spit on by a yeah. white man. 
And what was the reason for the spitting? Okay, so I uh, I had just gotten out of work that day. That's uh, I was working at a different store. It's when I was living at home, and I was out a lot more. So I was uh, significantly more tan than I am now. So I was uh, I was cashing my check. That's back when I was drinking. So I got my bottle, my pack of cigarettes, and I was heading out the door. And there was just like this way older white man standing outside the door smoking a cigar. And I go walk out, and he's just like, fucking wet back. Wow. Like real racism. I'm just like, what the fuck? What do you fucking say to me? And then that's when he spat on me. <laughs> okay. First of all, and I don't condone that kind of behavior from anybody. I mean, that is... No, your- first of all, you just never expel bodily fluids on anyone. No. Well, okay. There are times... I used to do this when we, I said, you know, when you'd play poker and then you, you go all in and you're like a 95% chance to win with one card mm-hmm. to go. And then the last card comes and a guy hits a miracle two outer and then you lose the hand and they jump around and start celebrating like they did something. But they did what they did was they got their money in and they hit a miracle card and they sit down and they look at you and you just want to go, hey man, nice hand. But that doesn't really help. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you I, listen. I you want to. I'm not saying you should. You, you know, it's like they're dancing around like they just like that. Basically, what you did was you just hit a miracle, and you sit down like you're the best poker player in the world, and they look at you, and you just got to go like nice hand. You know, I, I I've got a bad run out or whatever. But you just want to go. <sighs> I understand that. I'm not saying you should do it. I just understand it. It was fucking nuts, too, because I was sitting there getting up in the fucking guy's face, and uh, my buddy was sitting in my car, and he got out. He's just like, whoa, 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 Devin, chill out, chill out. You don't want to get arrested. I would have definitely punched him in the face. I was about to. I would have. But, you know, I was 21 at the time. Yes. I'm sitting there. I'm trying to work on getting out of the house. I see. Yeah, you know what? You probably would have I can't afford... Yeah, you can't beat Something up some like old. That. You can't beat no, up some I can't old white guy. Beat up some old white dude. Yeah, I understand. Even though I really fucking wanted to. Well, a white Connecticut woman accused of spitting on a black woman during a dueling protest at the state capitol earlier this year was granted special probation Wednesday morning, despite the state attorney's plan to pursue a hate crime against her. Now, I understand. Listen, when you spit on somebody, that's a hate crime. Oh yeah, it doesn't. Is. Ma- I mean, if you spit on a white, per- if a white person spits on a white person, that's a hate crime. But I mean, how much jail time should you get for spitting on somebody? For spitting on someone? Wait, what I do mean, you think? Hey, she could be, she could be spreading COVID nineteen. She could have caused another death. Okay. She deserves the death sentence. The death sentence for spitting on somebody? <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm, me? I'm just drawing parallels here, man. I understand that, but okay. So she was granted accelerated rehabilitation. A special probationary program for first-time offenders. See, it was the first time she spit on somebody. In order to complete 100 hours of anti-hate curriculum over the next two years, and then if she completes the program, her charges, including felony hate crime of intimidation due to bias, will be dismissed. All right, let me read that again. A felony hate crime of intimidation due to bias. What the hell is that? So in other words... Just because they're a different skin color, that means if you spit on a white person, 
No big deal. Spin on a black person, uh, an Asian, uh, you know, uh, Hispanic, then that means that it's a hate crime and it's intimidation due to bias. I mean, spitting on people, spitting on people, right? No? I mean, I could understand it if she spit on the black person and then used the N-word. That would be a hate crime. So uh, the person that spit, she was shouting, all lives matter. And then the, the black woman was, of course, yelling, black lives matter. And this is what we do. This was during the Capitol. This was on the Capitol grounds in Connecticut during when state lawmakers were sworn, sworn in. So this, I mean, I don't know what happened on uh, the 6th of January, but people lost their shit. I mean, this is going on in Connecticut. Down in Washington, they're storming the Capitol. I, I honestly think that this all stems from people being locked inside for so fucking long and not being able to do anything. It caused people to go fucking stir crazy. I, I know what? I think, I think you're right. So the white lady apologized to the black lady during the hearing Wednesday morning, saying her attack was completely out of character, but the ruling infuriated Prescott and about two other racial justice activists who joined her in the courtroom. This is the epitome of white privilege. Wiping away tears outside the courtroom when she attacked me and the police didn't believe me that this was white privilege. When the police held me back and she was led away, that was white privilege. The fact that she was here today and just got a slap on the wrist, that's white privilege. What is she going to learn walking away unscathed? What the judge did today was erroneous and dangerous. Egregious. It's like deuces. I got deuce here again. What the judge did today was egregious and dangerous and sets a tone for the next time. I, I don't know. I think when you get that mad to spit on somebody. I've never felt that angry to fucking spit on someone. I will say that. Did you ever lose almost all your chips to a two-outer on the river? <laughs> no, I have not. I'm not a, I'm not a big gambler. I, I, I barely understand poker, so I don't play it. Just saying. I have a bad poker face, too. Never lost a two-outer on the river for almost for all your chips. You, you want to spit on somebody. Her defense attorney argued accelerated rehabilitation would be the best course of action for the immigrant and former pharmacist who was homeschooling her children. She could not go in good conscience and agree to support their application for this program. This is the most foul thing I've ever seen. Come on. the fam- I mean, don't get me wrong. It's disgusting. Spitting on somebody is disgusting. That's fucking gross. It is gross. Who knows how many nuts she swallowed before she spat on that woman? Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what? I'm with you now. Death penalty. Yeah, right? death penalty. She deserves it. I, You know, I don't mind spit, but if you spit another man's semen on me... <laughs> oh, and she's fucking homeschooling her kids. She's homeschooling her kids. How many loads do you think she's taken to the face? Uh, yeah, probably not very many. Probably not that many, right? Who knows? She probably has that man wear a chastity belt. They're probably weirdos. <laughs> Yeah, again, I got to go back to the same fact that I understand that these things get heated. And we got another story coming up. We might as well go right into that one. In San Francisco, there was a trans woman. Mm -hmm. She was in the locker room, and I guess she took a shower, and she came out. And she was walking around the locker room with her lady dick and balls out. And there was children in there. Girls. Okay. And there was other ladies in there. And the other ladies and the, and the children were kind of uh, upset that the lady dick and balls were just swinging around the ladies' locker room. So they went to the uh, desk and they said, hey, 
do you think that you could get the dick and balls out of the locker room? And they said, well, you know, she is transgender and she is allowed to be in the ladies' room. So this created a great kerfuffle, kerfuffle. Now you got people outside saying, we don't want lady dick and balls in the ladies' room. And then Antifa showed up because that is transphobic if you don't want lady dick and balls in the ladies' room. So then a big fight broke out, and then the cops came, and then the cops started beating up the Antifa people, and it's just like this big giant nonsense thing going on. And I'm just saying, as a public service announcement, trans women, please, do us all a favor. Just for now, until we get used to lady dick and balls, can you just cover your lady dick and balls up until everybody kind of gets used to lady dick and balls? Because apparently we all got to get used to lady dick and balls. All right, hear me out here. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm into some weird shit. Did she have, like, massive nice cans? Because if she did, I would be okay with the lady dick and balls. So, okay, so what you're saying is she had a nice healthy C cup that the lady dick and balls would be fine? I would have no problem with it whatsoever. Now, what if you were, like, a 7-year-old or a 10-year-old? I would probably be traumatized for the rest of my life. All right, so, so what we're trying to do here is protect children from lady dick and balls. Because they're not used well, I, to this. I, I never agreed with this whole bathroom thing in the first place. I, I believe that if you still have a penis, you should be going where a penis goes. I don't know if I agree with that, and I'll tell you why. Because okay. a lot of the transgender men, the, the, a lot of the men that transition into women, they get the top surgery and they take the hormones and all, and they look just, and they dress, look just like a woman you can't tell. Oh, trust me, I know. I've been with a few. Okay. So I think that if they look like a woman, they should use a ladies' room. Okay. If you're going to use the ladies' bathroom, because you're going to go into a stall and you're going to pee in a stall and that's kind of that, right? Now, right. You don't want a woman that has dick and balls and looks like a woman to walk into the men's room. You just don't want that. I mean, because if they go to the urinal and hike up their skirt or drop their pants or whatever and they pee and they look like, I mean, the guys are going to be like, whoa, 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 you're in the wrong room. All right. And they go, and then she goes, no, I'm really a guy. You know, I'm, real, I'm a trans woman with dick and balls, so I'm not allowed to go in the ladies' room. It's still uncomfortable. So if you look like a woman, you should go into the ladies' room. And if you're a, a woman it's you know, had your breast removed and you're taking testosterone and you have a beard and everything, you should go in the men's room and go to the bathroom. You're just going to go in a stall. You're not going to go to the urinal. You can't. You make a mess. Okay, so I guess what we're talking about here is where, like, you know, at a gym or something, mm-hmm. when, you know, people usually liberally walk around naked. Right. When they go and get changed and everything before or after. Yes. I don't I don't think that's okay. What? No, I don't, I don't think that, okay. If I'm in the gym, how do I care? Let me think about this. So I'm in the gym. I know I don't go much. But if, let's say I was in the gym for some reason. So I'm there and I'm getting dressed and all. And uh, a trans male comes in, and she has a vagina and no breasts, and she has those big U-shaped scars from where they cut out her boobs. And she's sitting there, and she's getting dressed to me. I don't care. It doesn't bother no, me. No, that wouldn't bother me either. Okay, that's that. Now, the women, if you're a trans woman, and you haven't had the bottom surgery, and you're in there naked, and you come up with your lady dick and balls... I think that's a problem. So I think what has to happen is you either have to keep a towel around you, shield your dick and balls to the rest of the people in there. Listen, 
trans women, do what I do. Pretend you have a small dick. I don't have to pretend. But you pretend like you have a small dick. And you don't want to show your small dick to everybody in the fucking locker room. So just shield everybody from it. Okay? That's all. Yeah, that's what I did when I used to go to the gym, too. Right. Like, I, I just have body problems. I, I never like having a shirt off when I'm anywhere. So whenever I get changed and stuff, either I change in a stall or I have a towel on and I work my clothes up under the towel. Yeah. And then that's when I'm just like, okay, I can take this off now. Exactly. I think uh, the, the person, uh, to be honest with you, I think the person, the lady, the trans woman with the lady dick, I think she was looking for a, she was looking for confrontation. I mean, and again, there's guys. I, I, you're sitting there, you're putting your shoes on, and a guy sitting there next to you, he's opening his locker and his junk swinging back and forth. You're like, dude, can you let me tie my shoes before you come over here and swing your dick near my face? <laughs> right? Is that too much to fucking ask? You know where that thing's at? No, I don't know. Yes, they do. <sighs> I mean, I don't know where it's been. I, I don't want to know where it's been. Well, well, at least you know it's clean. He just got out of the shower. Okay, so I had a slight idea. So you know how they want to do these vaccinations cards and everything? Yes. Like vaccination passports? Mm-hmm. We should have STD passports. Ooh, I like that. Because I don't know what it is. I was listening to one of the other shows I listened to, uh, you know, The Dick Show, and okay. they did a crossover with WATP. All right. And they talked about this show called Life with Herpes. And it's these two women... That sit there and talk about all the ways that they used to lie to men about how they didn't have herpes or just didn't divulge the information at all. Like, and I don't think that's fair. Like, didn't recently in California, they got rid of that law where you couldn't be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You couldn't be accused of, you know, giving somebody like HIV or AIDS now if you didn't disclose the information. You can be charged. Is you, that what you're saying? You could have been charged. Oh, like, but now you can't. Before, now you can't. Okay. They got rid of that again. All right. Okay, so here... Okay, so what I think is that you definitely should disclose it. But you know, they actually have... A, there's a dating site or app out there for people Oh, yeah, that no, there's, there, there's people with herpes. that There's like an app for it and everything. Yeah, it's. I think it's called Plenty of Herpes. Or uh, <laughs> OK Herpes. Or... <laughs> Oh, and God. you know, or or I got it too. I I don't miss the days of using dating apps at all. I'm so glad. I like this idea of the you know you can have the passport, but then so now you go and you get a clean bill of health, and then you get the you get you got almost take them your papers like when you're going out and you say like, all right now it's time. You both go and you just show them your yeah. Let me see your papers. Papers, please. Yeah, you're clean. I'm clean. You know now we can have sex and not have to worry about it. This is where it gets better because as you get older, you get in your 30s and 40s and women have already had all their kids. Then, they, you know, they have their tubes tied so they can't get pregnant anymore. Well, now that you show them that you're, guess what? I'm clean. No condom. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I like that idea. I think you should have a, a an STD passport. I like that idea. And who'd that come from? The greatest podcaster that's ever lived, uh, Carl from uh, WATP? No, that actually came from Dick. Oh, uh, okay. That was, like, I think that's, I think that's a great idea. I, I agree. Because, you know, it would save a lot of young dudes, you know, below my age. Because a lot of dudes are really out there just trying to get their dick wet. Like, period. 
you're saying this like this is a new concept, but go ahead. No, it's not a new concept. Okay. <laughs> at all. It's just that men are fucking retarded. All right. Back when I used to go and I was dating, there was a, a woman that I had dated, and she was so triggered and so scared of everything. And she told me a story that she said she was dating this guy and she dated him for a month and she made him wait and made him wait and made him wait. And then she finally had sex with the guy. And when she was in the shower, he got dressed and left. He fucking left and ghosted her and never told her anything. And she's like, I was in the shower. She, She was so infuriated that she was in the shower. The guy went and left while she was in the shower. She's like, he couldn't even say goodbye. I said, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? What's he going to say? What do you want me to do? Yeah, thanks for the pussy. Right. I hung in here for a month just to see how this was. Eh. Yeah, obviously not worth fucking sticking around for. Adios, amigo. Yeah. It, <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah, but I think that it would... I, I like that idea. There Maybe there should be other passports we need to have for things. I don't know what they are yet. Actually, you know, I do have a a slight story of why I actually do agree with this idea. So, when I started working at my new store, I was uh, flirting around with this girl for a while. And we started dating. Dude, you don't shit we eat, but go ahead. Uh, I I know, I know, I know. Trust me. I I never learned my lesson, though. All right. So, (laughs) until something absolutely terrible happens to me, I won't learn my lesson from this. Even though I probably should have learned it from this. But anyways... We're dating for a while. Really nice girl. Seemed funny at the time. She had a fat ass. And she was a white girl. Like, a massive behind. And I'm just like, this isn't normal. It's probably Italian. And I'm just like, okay, I, I can deal with this. I can work with this. Mind you, she had like fucking A, B cups. I used to be more of a tit man, but whatever. Who cares? You like the ass You, you get what... I mean, I think you can just get what you could get. I was I like super, too. super depressed at the time. But anyways, so um, and I started talking to other coworkers, and I start hearing, hearing little murmurs about things. What things? She had the herpes. Oh no! And she had not told me yet, mind you. Oh. We had not had any sex whatsoever. Yeah, but can she hang one on you from just? Okay, I don't like you know patronizing for them. But apparently, if an outbreak is not happening... They're okay. Yeah, the likeliness is so fucking low, it doesn't matter. All right, you can't get a hanging chad. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. So, you know, I go with her to go get... She's getting a new tattoo. And we're sitting in the car afterwards. She's just like, yeah, um, there's something I have to tell you. And I'm just like, me and my loud fucking mouth, I'm like, yeah, I already know. You got the herp. She's like, who told you? I'm like, well, you know who life. didn't tell me? You. You didn't <laughs> yeah, tell me. You didn't That's fucking who tell, didn't me. tell me. What are you talking about? Like, thank God there was somebody out there looking out right. for me. I didn't realize that the girl was actually fucking nuts until afterwards. What were the clues? Tell me the clues. You're hearing that she's got herpes from their coworkers. She's out getting a tattoo. She's got a fat ass and no tits. What, what part of that didn't scream crazy to you? I mean, the one time that I went over to her house... I go over there, and there's, like, a plastered hole in the wall. And she was just like, oh, my ex-boyfriend did that. And I'm like, I don't think I believe that. Oh, you think she did it? Oh, absolutely, because I learned later that that girl had massive fucking anger issues. So this brings up an interesting point, topic. Mm. Back in the day, you would date, and then, you know, and then if 
you really cared about the person, that's when the physical relationship started. Nowadays, you just fuck. You just fuck. Okay. So the problem is you can't really weed out the crazies first or Mm -mm. because then you think about it, maybe most of the girls that are crazy are down the fuck, right? Basically. And the girls that aren't are the ones that want to hold out and all. So, So basically, if you're just out down the fuck, you're going to find out that most of the women that you're going to end up with are crazy. I mean, right? My mom always told me, don't stick your dick in crazy, Devin. But <laughs> <laughs> My mom never told me that. All right. I got this one last story. I figured this okay. would be good. A man who identifies himself as an incel, that's an involuntary celibate, was arrested Wednesday and charged with planning a mass shooting of women in Ohio of mostly college students. So basically, we just almost had another Elliot Rogers situation. Happen. That's exactly that's what they were talking. I never heard of Elliot Rogers until I got into this oh, story. Uh, the story is fucking. Well, tell me about the story. Okay, so Elliot Roger is a man who I think was is actually shorter than me. Okay, who described himself as an incel because being involuntarily celibate is just women won't fuck him apparently. So he had these like massive mental issues. Like I guess one thing that happened to him is that he heard his sister getting fucking railed in the room next to him. Oh, okay. And like, he wrote this gigantic manifesto. Women are to blame. They want this out of men and all that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not attractive enough. I'm not tall enough. Meanwhile, in the actual incel community, from what I've read, and like people didn't like him because he's actually not a bad looking dude. No, I saw I saw a video that he did. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it just goes down to like you just have a shitty personality, my guy. Well, first of all, let's get back to the story about this guy. Yeah, yeah. This guy, they found him in the illegal possession of a machine gun. Holy shit, a machine gun. What kind of machine gun? I don't know. A machine gun. I mean, I have no idea. But that the, it's just a machine gun. So here we go. So this guy. Uh, according to the U.S. Department of Justice, without identifying any university, uh, said he was going out to sororities to shoot women. The incel movement, in which he is identified, is an online network of men motivated to engage in violence against women who they believe unjustly reject their sexual or romantic advances. In the indictment, the man who attended U.S. Army basic training for five months Posted material on an incel website between July 19th and March of 2020. The charging document said that in one post, he wrote about spraying women with orange juice in a water gun. Cited the actions of Elliot Roger, who killed six people and injured 14 others near a University of California campus in May of 2024 before taking his own life. Oh, so this guy did did the world a favor and killed himself. Before his killing yeah. spree, Roger shot a college student with a water gun filled with orange juice. Oh. Prosecutor said that this guy also wrote a manifesto in which he said he would slaughter women out of hatred, jealousy, and revenge. And that in 2019, he bought Glock ammunition, a skull face mask, and a hoodie bearing the word revenge. In January 15th, 2020, the prosecutor said that he conducted surveillance and also searched online for how to plan a shooting crime. Guys. Okay, first of all, retard. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Don't Google what you want to do. That's number one on how to get caught. You know me. Right now, I want to Google 
how to plan a shooting spree just to see if there's anything out there. But I'm not going to do it. No. And then here's the thing. I'm not going to go out there and plan a shooting spree. I'm just not going to do it. Like, okay. One thing, just to play a little bit a devil's advocate here. I can't wait to hear this. A very, very tiny part of me kind of gets where this incel movement came from. But that literally stems from them not being, not knowing how to deal with women. Okay, so I think we could fix this problem. We need to adopt an incel. In other words, okay, yeah, I mean, a guy that has somewhat of a game, we got to take these incels in and we got to get them laid. We got to teach them the ways of getting women. I don't understand where this comes from because when I was in high school, I was, I was a faggot. I got constantly bullied. Right. Until like my senior year of high school, I still somehow found a way to get consistently laid. Though I gotta tell you, it's not real. I mean, I've never found it that hard. No, it's not hard. It's not, it's hard. not hard at all. So what's going on with these guys? Why can't they? They aren't funny. Okay, well we can teach them a few jokes. Oh yeah, right, we sure. can clean them up. You we... can't. You can't teach humor to a fucking two by four. Yes, you can. We can give them some <laughs> routines. You know, it's funny, and, and I don't understand how this happens, but it's like, say there's, you know, you can go out there and you can watch a cover band, right? Uh, yeah. Like of Pink Floyd. There's a Pink Floyd cover band. The best Pink Floyd cover band. The best ACD cover band. They go out and they just the rip best off. Guns N' Roses cover band. They go out and rip off the songs and everybody goes and they're like, oh, this is, well, they're amazing, right? You can't have a, like a, a cover stand-up comedian act. Like you can't just go do George Carlin's act. It's no, frowned upon. What's the difference? What is the fucking difference? If you do it well, if you, right? You could be the best George Carlin. I think that would work with, like, women nowadays, because I don't think they're going to have any idea what George Carlin is. I mean, same thing with Richard Pryor. You could go You could go pull Richard Pryor, uh, George Carlin. I'm trying to think of some of the older comedians. Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. Well, maybe Dice Clay's, but I'm sorry. You know, there's guys like Lenny Clark, and there's, a, you know. Yeah. There's all these older comedians out there that have great material that you could use one of the best things i ever did was i found this old joke book when i was a kid and the thing had to be written in like the 40s or 50s or something like that the jokes were amazing nobody heard them because they were so so old they all forgot about them and they were one of the best joke books and then i I lost it somewhere but what i'm saying is we can got to get these incels laid i mean look what the fuck they're doing there they're online i mean they're in discord places they're running around they're finding guns they're buying guns. They're delivering the mail. We gotta fix. We've got to figure out how to fix them. We gotta get them laid. Jesus Christ! For I think I did this before. I think what we gotta do is we gotta rent a whore. We gotta rent a whore and hook them up with an incel. We need a GoFundMe for money for to get whores to have sex with incels. My biggest thing is I think that they don't know how to stop talking. I think that they probably talk about things that women don't want to hear. So you're basically telling me that they talk about anime. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, this is what they do. And video games. And And I was watching this great documentary about The Legend of Zelda. (laughs) No no girl wants to hear that. My girlfriend will hear it now, but that's because I'm dating her. Now, I I think we can fix this, to be honest with you. The great (sighs) incel epidemic of... Well, it's been going on for a while now. There was a whole, uh, I think there's a whole subreddit called Brain Cell. Really? Yeah. I have to go check that out. Where it's just a bunch of fucking incels talking about how much they hate women. Uh, that is too funny. I, you know, it's funny. I should go into, there's got to be a wealth of material in Reddit. I mean, Reddit is, 
that is kind of like the wild wild west it's not like twitter it's i mean i think you can get whatever you you're looking for there but i i mean twitter's just a dumpster fire of just people arguing and yelling at each other once the internet gets back to where i can use faggot and retard as much as i want to that's when i'll get back on the internet and actually doing things but all right man i used to really want to do actual internet stuff like I used to like do YouTube and Twitch and I was just like, I was doing Twitch for a while and I'm just like, I have to monitor my speech so fucking much because, and I'm not that kind of guy. I don't like doing that. I don't like having to monitor my speech. I'm not going to sit there and fucking just keep saying NNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNNN over and over again because that's not funny. I mean, it was funny back when I was playing Call of Duty and I would hear it all the time over the fucking speaker. The best one I ever, and again, I, 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 this is, I'm sure everybody knows about this. The one I love is the Leroy Jenkins. Oh, that's, I mean, that's classic. <laughs> it's definitely classic. I mean, they had to fucking do it in Family Guy like 10 years later. Yeah, that's where I heard it. That's exactly where I heard it. All right, I, listen, I, there's a new segment that I want to do at the end of the show. It's called As Discord Turns. So... We talked, when I say we, uh, the members of Rubberneckers got together for a show. And when I say Rubberneckers, it was Dave and Bob, and we were on Soft's podcast. What Soft's podcast name do you even know? Uh, I have no idea. Sorry, I'd give uh, you a shout out, but I can't remember. I, I had it on my fucking head, but he barely ever does it anyways. Okay. So anyhow, they said to me, hey, come on. And uh, we went back on, and I'll tell you what, you know, that Rubberneckers podcast, it's only had six episodes, but we still talk about that thing like it's the Dead Sea Scrolls. I mean, every, we just keep going over it and over it and over it. It's, it's, no, it's not a big deal, guys. Get over it. It just didn't work out. But I did go on the podcast with the, uh, Dave and Bob. And you know what? Bob and I actually, I think we, we've uh, come to, I think we made up. I think we kissed and made up. I'm not upset with Bob anymore. Bob hurt my feelings. I thought Bob was my friend. I thought Bob was my bro, and I felt like Bob stabbed me in the back. And you know how guys are when you feel like you've been stabbed in the back by a friend. That's something that you almost never come back from. All right. So, you know, me and Bob, we, we kind of talked it out afterwards And you know, when it wasn't on the show. They said that I went out. <laughs> they said that I went on a, a, a podcast tour after Rubberneckers talking about it. I don't think I did. I just think I went to places that asked me to come on and talk about it. And then we talked about you, like who's getting custody of you. And I said, you know what, I think we're just going to have to split custody. I get them, then you get them, then I get them, then you get them. See, it's crazy, too, because uh, I've had Dave talk about before, oh, you're probably never going to come back. And I'm like, I'm not that kind of guy, first of all, because I have no qualms with anyone. Well, And and it's always weird being that guy. so, So basically you're saying he said... Yeah, I, <laughs> I hate that sound drop so fucking much. So, Devin, don't you know that if you go over there, you'll never come back? And then I won't have you do all our podcast, the original podcast for for uh, Content Kings. Could you imagine him doing a show with just him and Colin? No, no, I can't. Well, wait a minute. Didn't they do that thing, Brandervention? Didn't they have yeah, a podcast that went, it was like one episode? Yeah, I never listened to it. I didn't listen to it either, but I'm just saying. <laughs> and then uh, 
one of the, the B-Rad. Apparently, B-Rad has a podcast with Dave that I didn't know about, and then he wanted me to come on. I didn't on. even know about that either. Right. He wanted me to come on, and I'm telling you, I'm trying to dis- I'm trying to distance myself from the Discord nitwits. But, young man, I heard that you were on another podcast this past week. I was. Do you want to tell me about it, or...? I mean, I was on two different ones, but I was on uh, I was on Shitty Song of the Week. I, I didn't know about that one either. Because you don't tell me anything. You don't call. You don't put nothing on the board. <laughs> you do nothing. But no. So I was um I was on Shitty Song of the Week. Uh, me and uh, Brandon from the show were trying to figure it out for a little while. He had some shit going on or whatever. And yeah, I kept fucking irritating him about it. I'm like, hey, when are we going to do this? When are we going to do this? And eventually, yeah, I did get on the show. Um, I brought in... Uh, the shittiest Australian music from the eighties. Wow. Okay. Because we know that we often know that there's some really shitty eighties. Well, you think the eighties music in the United States was bad? <sighs> Australian eighties music. Wow, is that horrible? Yep. So I brought in uh, I brought in Cheap Wine by Cold Chisel. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I think me and Brandon had a great time. Like I I made the dude actually laugh like four different times. Throughout the show, like just making solid jokes. And he also like in the show, he said that he'd be glad to bring me back anytime for another episode. And if I wanted to do Patreon content with him to just hit him up. Oh, that's great. I mean, I think you should do that. Now, here's the other show I want to hear about. Oh, yeah. Who are these assholes? <laughs> oh, my God. How did that, that go? That was terrible. That was horrible. <laughs> okay. Explain. I, I like, okay, I like talking to Vegeta outside of doing a show with him. Yes. Like, playing games with him and just talking to him, that's fun. But the show itself, I had no idea what the... F- he hit me up last fucking second. As they because do. Poster boy Andrew never showed up. I hear there's a problem with him because now they've found out who he is. He's getting canceled. He's getting by- canceled. Uh, people at his job. So Jesus Chicken is canceled. I mean, you would figure that with uh, the Christians, they're all into forgiveness and shit. Right. But then I guess he's not allowed to do that anymore. So do you think he'll be back or do you think he's done? He think he's canceled? I, I don't know because the girl is basically like holding him ransom. No shit. What do you mean ransom? Either you stop doing this or I tell the boss. You know what I would do with her? I mean, it's Chick-fil-A for Christ's sake. You can't, there's so Find many jobs out there. job, dude. Yeah, there's so many jobs out there right now. You know what I and would say? And that's what the entire show was about that day, too. Finding Andrew another job. Yeah. There's so many jobs out there. I would tell that cunt to take and do whatever she wants. Tell the boss, tell everything. Matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to go in there. I'm going to grab his phone. I'm going to take it and download the show on his phone so he can listen to it. Right, exactly. Like, it's a joke. But, you know, then again... At the same time, in this day and age, people don't understand jokes anymore. No. Well, that's because they're so, you know, you can't pound a pin up their ass with a sledgehammer because they're so tight. That yeah. So I would just say, you know what? I'm not going to take the bullshit from you. I'm going to take the power back and then I will do it myself. And then, you know, and then I'll walk out proudly. I'll quit. And I'll say, you know what? Because I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. I don't give a shit what right. you're saying. I'm going to leave. And then you're just going to be sitting here with your miserable life thinking that you did something. And I'll have a job in 15 minutes. Wait, and I know it's crazy, too, because with my job, if my boss heard, you know, the shit that I do, mm-hmm. she'd just be like, that's just that's just Devin. I, I understand, because I know there's a lot of people that uh, have podcasts and they have careers. 
And now they have to take it and put it behind a paywall because this way people are going to have to pay to hear it. And then even if they do that. What did that happen to recently? I'm trying to think. Uh, that happened to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. That podcast with Jason Almy, some cunt that he works with found out about it. She turned him in and the boss said, yo, we can't have this anymore. So you got to stop this stuff. So then he just basically put it behind a paywall. I think that you know when you're at work, you can be one person, and when you're outside of work, you can be another person, and that's that. That's how it's supposed to be. I I, th- I really think we need to do that. And then here's the deal: if you don't like what I'm doing, then don't listen. No, no don't. one's no one's forcing you to listen, and you don't get a cookie if you get somebody fired or you get a podcast taken down. You didn't save anybody from anything. Somebody else. And all is you're do doing it. is just giving yourself a pat on the fucking back, right? So you're fucking queer. Basically, that's it. All right, everybody. Well, I think that's it. You think next week that maybe show up and put something on the board here and maybe have a topic to talk about? Yeah, yeah. I, I Again, I'm sorry. Are you out of your funk now? Uh, Sort of. I don't know. I mean, Will you answer your text? Me. How long do I have to wait for the, for you to <laughs> oh, answer no, your text? I'll make sure I answer your text, Jeff. I was sending you a notice and I was communicating to you through Discord and then you said, send me a text. I like that better. I start sending you a text. You ghost me. I feel like a chick over here for fucking Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll do better. All right. All right. Well, everybody, you heard that. He's going to do better. And uh, you know what? Come on back next week and see what the fuck else we're going to do. Hopefully it's more high energy. I'll make sure my girlfriend pisses me off beforehand so I come in here screaming. Eeyore will be in a better mood. Oh, bother. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. All right. Later.